folks, welcome to the brand new episode of the Legion of Sports. And today we got a special fantasy show, pretty much a week to preview for the uh, for the upcoming uh, week. Where was week one? You asked. It was my fault. I pretty much <laughs> forgot to <laughs> record the whole thing. But you know what? I want to give you guys the best uh, uh, possible way to get your fantasy right. And of course, with me, I've got uh, Torrent, one of the fantasy expert from Nepal. Uh, he will help you out, uh, get your lineups. So today is Friday the 18th, one day away from Premier League match week two. Uh, finally a week with a complete football. All the Manchester teams coming back. We'll have a full slate of all the games. And we'll ask Toran about the impact of that on the fantasy lineup. But before we get into that, uh, I just want to give a little touch up on the NBA. Today is the game one of the Western Conference final, Nuggets versus Lakers. But first, Toran, let me ask you. Arsenal 3-0 at Fulham. Good? But before going into that, I think Dallas deserved to be on the playoff <laughs> rather than Clippers. I'm really frustrated with the whole thing. I think we could have beaten Nuggets. It is just killing uh, me to see Clippers no, no. out because they beat us. That's the thing. And I cannot take it. That's the whole context of the thing. And I mean, coming back to Arsenal, I'm over the moon with the first win of the season. It's been five years since we won the first game of the whole season. We won three home. games and two draw. That's again away from home. That is something of, like it is a breath of fresh air, I guess. Exactly. Yep. I mean, it was 5.30 a.m. game. I, I should have woke, uh, woken up to watch that game. But, yeah, I did uh, saw the scoreline and I was like, wow, this is good for Arsenal. But, uh, you know, if we talk about Arsenal, we'll probably get uh, go into for another hour, uh, especially with you. Uh, let's, just, let's just recap the last week uh, fantasy. Uh, any disappointment? Any surprising factor for you? There were a few disappointments because when you go, go with a herd of sheep, either you get over the line or either you get down the drain. And first thing is regarding McCarthy. I think all the sheep that went out with McCarthy, they went down the drain. And all the players that went with Salah and Aubameyang went on with the herd, I guess. That's the main defining factor of the first game week. And the one thing is I have never seen the most negative team out of the bunch in the starting game week and frankly I'm not a big fan of them it's Tottenham Hotspur they mm-hmm. lost 1-0 against Everton that was the most negative game out of the bunch I guess <laughs> but I mean this first what can you expect they, they will always find a way to surprise you yes absolutely but I thought that Mourinho after that all or nothing I think that is the whole season-defining term for them because all or nothing means they are getting nothing out of all the things they have done. That's yeah. the whole thing. I mean, uh, let's see. I mean, Gareth Bale is coming into town, so hopefully they will, uh, you know, find a way to uh, get their season turned around. Um, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, of course. I mean, I was, I obviously selected uh, Trent uh, Alexander. I mean, he got one point uh, uh, for me, so that was one bad. Uh, this season, I wouldn't say bad. I mean, obviously, I'll probably keep him for uh, for the upcoming weeks, but uh, not for the uh, definitely bad for the week one. So uh, I, I don't know if you know about this, but the two Manchester teams were not in the week one, and now they're back uh, with the full slate tomorrow. So, uh, well, what you make of that, and how would that make an impact on the fantasy lineup, especially after week one? 
No, the first thing I would like to connect is Trent Alexander. That was the most uh, like unexpected thing out of the bunch because many mm-hmm. people expected and for a defender to get 50% ownership is something to tell for its own. Yeah. So everybody was totally disappointed when a person, when a player getting so much point, he was the highest scoring defender out of the bunch for last four of the years. And of course. getting that one point was like, Everybody was like, what happened to that 7.5 defender? Where has he gone? So that was the thing. And coming to United and City, they are are going to play from the second game week because for the first game week, they had an off off season because they played last season till uh, the, I think, quarterfinal or semifinal of Europa as well as Championship, Mm. Champions League. So for game week two, the thing is United have... Somewhat tricky fixtures because they are going up against Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. who got a clean sheet against Southampton the first thing in the first game, and City with Wolves. That's the a big one. Two United, two United, uh, two Manchester teams have a tricky fixtures to call of their own. That's Wolves and Crystal Palace. So uh, I'm looking forward to this game. By the way. Yeah, I mean Crystal Palace last year came to Old Trafford and got the win. Uh, uh, via the goal of uh, Van Halt. And of, of of course, Wolves got double over City last season, uh, beating them at both Etihad and at their stadium. So it's going to be a tricky fixture, like you said. Um, so, you know, of course, we can look at the teams, but individually, I mean, of course, that's what fantasy is all about. So we got probably two of the biggest fantasy getter in De Bruyne and Fernandes uh, coming into the week. So do you, I mean, talk me out of it. I really want to use the wildcard this week. What would you recommend if, on that one? No, if you are frankly asking me, the thing is, this is the most frustrating season out of it all. For nine seasons, I have not <laughs> felt this kind of dilemma of it all because the main teams have not played in their first game. So that is the one thing that is pushing players and managers to go for a wild card in even their first or second game week. That's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the clear thing. Because uh, players like Fernandez and De Bruyne are two of them which could turn out to get even 15 to 20 points even in a single game week. That is their yep. caliber. Yep. But I think the hidden sleeper players out of them all is not just De Bruyne and Fernandez. It's also, Marshall and Rashford, that's the two things. Because yeah. if Greenwood hadn't had that problem in their uh, England outing, I think that would have been a sleeper role. But for now, I think Rashford and Marshall are also in contention to get more points. Because Marshall is Marshall and Rashford is a forward who has been uh, transferred this season to midfield role. So he yeah. can get one extra point and few extra uh, uh, bonus points for few things he creates and does around the whole pitch. So I think those are the two super points. And regarding De Bruyne, Sterling and Fernandez, they are proven players, my man. So yeah. I do not think we need to think about them at all. All right. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I was, you know, I was really desperate to use the wild card just because I wanted to get some uh, United players in the team. Uh but again, I mean, I think I, I, I'll probably wait for uh, one or two more weeks or maybe halfway through. I mean, I, uh, we never know. But in in terms of the fixture, uh, uh, go ahead. 
No, if I have to speak for myself, mm-hmm. I know few player, uh, players are feeling frustrated with the fact that the team is atrocious when it's not. The players are playing pretty bad when it's not. Mm-hmm. Two to three lakhs in terms of Nepalese population have already transferred out Trent Alexander-Arnold, who is the best out of the bunch of the defenders out of them all. So mm-hmm. any players or any team who is looking at this video, I would really focus on the one thing that the transfer season has not in that yet. So if you are planning to get that wildcard now, wait, because more and more high signings are coming to Premier League. Even yeah. if you tell about Region from Sevilla, mm-hmm. Bell from Real Madrid, Aurora yeah. from Lyon, a lot of wonderful point getters are coming to Premier League. And if you do a wildcard right now, then after the transfer season ends, yeah. I don't know to what you guys would be doing. Because yeah. again, your team would be not balanced. And mm-hmm. this season, you have a lot of opportunity to miss out on a lot of players. That's the one thing that you can ex- expect out of this team and yeah. out of this season. So kudos to anyone who has got that point right. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you did bring a big, uh, good point out there. Uh, the transfer season is not done yet. So you might want to wait. Obviously, for United fans, you know, we are we're checking out Twitter every time. Uh, uh, seeing if you know Sancho is there yet. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> that that has been the biggest uh, mystery question for us. Uh, but yeah, we're the wildcard players definitely await, definitely a no for from you. Um, so let's look into the games this season. Uh, get this week the two big games. I would, I mean, two marquee games. So first one, Chelsea versus Liverpool. Salah or Werner? Who you got? Who, who would you, if you got it, if you got both of them, who would you pick? Keep captain or well, what would you recommend on that one? The thing is, Salah with that three goals. I, Frankly speaking, I was the w- one who didn't captain Salah last week. Yep, I me too. paid for it really bad. Because for a player to get 20 points in his first game week and you missing out on that 20 points, that's one exactly. excruciating point of it. And the thing is, Werner has a dead leg from last game week. So I think it's confusing that whether he would be starting or not. But if going with uh, Lampard's thing, I think he would be playing. He would be getting yeah, with that course, uh, yeah. spot. So I think that's the thing at the moment. And the thing is, if I had to pick between Salah and Werner, I'm really confused because Salah could outperform again this week. Uh, Salah would be doing wonders again because... The thing is, Chelsea defense has not gelled up properly. Yeah. Because I was expecting a clean sheet from last uh, game week in Chelsea against game. Brighton, yep. Against Brighton, but again, they got uh, they considered a goal. And Liverpool, with that front line, with that Mane, Firmino, and Salah front line, they mm-hmm. could, like, they could. They could be really uh, setting again. Score. No, they could they could score at their will. That oh. is what we saw last season after COVID because uh, Chelsea and Liverpool had a 5-3 uh, scoreline of game last season after COVID. Yeah. So, according to me, I'm not sure who is going to score because Werner, after looking at the team 
And I think this uh, game week, Pulisic is coming back. So okay. that is a main crucial point. So Pulisic is a heck of a player. Mm-hmm. He can go inside of the defense easily. And Werner is typical, similar kind of player. So I think I'm not convinced with choosing any one of them. But if I to go pick a one, that would be Salah as a whole. Because I'm expecting Salah to gain, again, two more goals. And yeah. Werner is also getting goals. And I'm thinking he's getting goals more than one. So I think I'm expecting a three-two score line from Chelsea and Liverpool. With Liverpool winning out with three goals to two. So I think both Werner and Salah are going to get points. That's the thing. Yeah, especially Pulisic. Remember last uh, last year against Chelsea when he just curved through the defense to score that uh, uh, beautiful goal uh, or to assist that beautiful goal, one of them. Uh, and uh, for, again, Wolves versus City. Uh, we remember last season, Wolves did a double over Manchester City. Raul Jimenez, Adam Adore, I mean, a threat to Man City? I think instead of uh, Raul Jimenez and Adam Adore, there are two players I think this time I am looking at. That is Podence and Neto. Okay. Last game week against Sheffield, they played out brilliantly. Mm-hmm. What Jimenez was doing was he was playing in the middle of the park as well. And he was coming out from the right wing. And Podence and Neto were in that uh, D-box area when the pass was going on and the mm-hmm. player was getting in. So that's one thing that is, I think, uh, a, a heavier thing around this time with Wolves. And Trier is playing on the left back position because Doitre is missing. That's the oh, thing. Okay. And the other thing is, Size, one of the most underplayed and uh, maybe many people have not uh, uh, properly estimated the player as a whole. So I think Wolves have the potential to again beat City because we haven't see, uh, seen City in the preseason. We haven't seen how they have played. Yeah. And before preseason, I think City did not perform well. Even no. in Champions League, they hadn't performed well. So I think uh, I'd be going under the hand with this game. And I'm thinking that Again, Wolves with that rigid backline and with those things, I think Wolves can take it out. But City on any given day could score five. And um, I do not know. This is the main conundrum with the whole starting season. For City, it's starting season. So um, I would be uh, staring at the team and let's see who can perform so that I could bring them to my team in future. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, uh you're looking at another, you know, uh, a goal face in this fixture. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, uh, let's hope uh, uh, Wolves can get the better of City again as a United fan. But <laughs> uh, all right, let's just get into the straight. Uh, to, I'm going to ask you a slippers for this week. Uh, obviously, you know, some budget players that can be uh, that can that can come as a handy. So uh, a defender. What would you recommend a best uh, possible defender for this week? I think for the fact that many people are expecting that Leeds will be getting a clean sheet yeah. against Fulham. But the one thing they are sleeping on is Fulham rested Mitrovic in last game. And he was their main target man. And I think this time around, Mitrovic would be starting. So I think Fulham uh, would be getting one or two goals. That's the thing. That's the proper thing. Maybe in championship, they could not beat them. But the thing is, okay. I think this time around, I'm thinking about it. And the other thing is, Leeds would not be getting clean sheet as people are expecting. So that's one thing. And for a proper clean sheet of a game, I think 
Jamal Lewis of Newcastle could be one or Tariq Lamptey because Lamptey with the game against Chelsea he performed really with really well with a assist for his own and he mm-hmm. was going all over Chelsea's defense so I think Newcastle and Brighton could have a standout defender from those two games apart from that I think other games I think Arsenal and West Ham could also be considered for choosing a defender out of both of them so maybe any player out of Arsenal as well as or Newcastle or Brighton that's the thing yeah definitely i mean arsenal uh, 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 who uh, who are they playing again uh, this week west ham and west, though, ham, yeah. west yeah. ham is an atrocious team they are not playing yeah. well and after west from west ham is the most conceding team of them all so i think arsenal could easily get three or four goals for next week so for that's sure, the easiest sure. thing yeah what you got for midfielder quick one uh the midfield i'm thinking about Uh, frankly speaking, he was my savior from last season. It's De Bruyne. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's De Bruyne. Wow. I mean, of course. I mean, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the number of you know fantasy owners for De Bruyne will skyrocket uh, past the uh, Trent Alexander had in a week. More so. than 3.5 lakhs people have already brought in De Bruyne and Fernandez. That's the main thing that you need oh, wow. to remember. That's crazy. And, and, and the sleeper one in this case is I would say Fernandez. There are three midfielder I think getting the most points. It's Fernandez, it's Salah, it's Aubameyang. So all the people who are watching this and have these three players in their team, kudos to you. I think you are getting a lot yeah. of points this week. Yep. Yeah. You are doing a job right if you got all those three players in your team. Uh, Absolutely. Let's let's go with the striker real quick. Ah, yeah, the, yes, this is the most most hardest part. What do you think? Who, who could be the one? Uh, I, I'm asking you the same thing. <laughs> well, this is this is what I get. I bring an expert to answer my question, and he he and he gives the question back to me. No, no, But, <laughs> no. The, the thing is, I have a player in mind. I would just like to know who is in your I, in your I, mind. I would have definitely gone with Mason Greenwood just because I know for a fact he's going to start. Uh, just because you know, like you mentioned with the England England uh, uh, his off season, he didn't play one game, so I think he's uh, he's he's well rested. Uh, and he should be starting against Crystal Palace, but and also he's only seven seven point seven million, I think. So uh, yeah, if I if I have to make a sub, I'm definitely getting Greenwood in the team. But again, I, I know my it's for so. My, my friend, you are missing on the main point. Greenwood is not in the striking position this season around. He's in the midfield position. That's the oh, really. And I yes, he is in the midfield with seven point five million, so he could be a bargain. But the thing is, after the that england incident i'm not thinking that he would be starting uh, uh, in the second game week for manchester united that's the thing Dangerous so i think i think the main player that we are uh, we are just uh, like sidelining is hurricane because for past few seasons he has had a wonderful game against southampton yeah. and since southampton is playing against spurs for an arsenal fan fan to be saying that harry kane is going to get a brace that's a lot of thing to tell so i think harry could harry kane could get one or two goals that's the thing for sure i mean harry kane i mean the man with the goals with the for spurs and definitely with uh, his partnership with gareth bale in future is something every premier league fan is looking forward to uh, uh, for the league uh, 
I mean, anyway, that should be good for our week two fantasy update. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, pretty much we covered everything with the Manchester teams coming in and the defenders. No, right, uh, I, I think I think one one last team we are missing. That's the most. Team, oh, goalie. The, the the best team that will get you the point, not just the goalie. And it's Everton versus West Brom. Wow. Yeah, Calvert Levin. I already got him. So. <laughs> no, you you are sleeping on that team because after looking on Everton playing against Spurs that yeah. was a wonderful team Rodriguez had a wonderful game he didn't get the point that's the thing yeah. but I think the sleeper players around this game week are Calvert-Lewin and James Rodriguez, Rodriguez. I think those players played really wonderful and if you got already got Calvert-Lewin then kudos to you he has already raised by 1.1 million. There you go. I think yesterday, I guess. Yeah. So I mean that your team value your team value has raised by 0.1 million. So kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, oh, uh, one kudos. Uh, I, I get that every every year, and I think uh, <laughs> I mean that header against Spurs was definitely worth you know uh, two million right there. But yeah, I can't let you go out without you know embarrassing you in the show. Are you ready for your questions? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm ready for it. But yeah, the first one is going to be pretty easy. I'm, I guarantee you know this answer. Uh, who is the owner of Denver Nuggets? No, this is not a pretty pretty easy answer for you, me. For a for a for a person that is supporting Dallas Mavericks, if you would ask me who is the owner of Mavericks, then I would have told you he is Mark Cuban. I do not know who is the owner of Nuggets. That's the frank reality. The reason I ask Nuggets is because you're wearing this shirt right now. Tronky! Yes. So he's owner. <laughs> Kronky is spending in Nuggets. Kronky is spending in Rams. What is wrong with him? Why isn't he spending in Arsenal? He has a balance of zero million throughout this whole stint. So, so Kronky... Uh. Um, I, 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 if this is the thing that I hit Nuggets for that fact and I hit <laughs> for that fact. Hey, I mean, give kudos to Kronky, man. I mean, Rams are doing good. Nuggets are doing good. We are in the Western Conference no, Finals. Nuggets are not doing good because I am specifically telling you Clippers shouldn't have been on that like uh, same final of the uh, conference and Mavericks should have gone to play against Lakers in the conference final. That's my thing about it. Man. Maps are still too young uh, of a squad, but they will get there. They will get there. Luka is a future MVP, yeah, so they will get there. Absolutely. Speaking of MVP, who was the MVP of this season? It just got announced today. I think it's LeBron. No. No, no. The thing is, the thing is, my my. I I would like to ask the question again. For the postseason or before the postseason? So MVP MVP is always for the regular season. It okay. the, the postseason doesn't count. In the uh, NBA awards, so I think the, I think I think it's Yanis. Yeah, it was Yanis and No, no, because the thing is, for the postseason, LeBron played pretty good, and I think for the before the postseason, I think Yanis was the one. Yeah, yeah, Yanis obviously. So speaking of LeBron, two star of Lakers. So who plays uh, with uh, LeBron James? No, I can, I can I can name you a lot. It's like Daryl Green. It's like like Cal Cal Caldwell Pope. 
It's Anthony Davis yeah, and yeah. it's Alex Caruso. I I know for the oh, fact that man. I I thought that player was I think 35 or 40 years old when I saw the head all banged out. So I think I I know pretty much all the players in Lakers. That's the thing. Wow. I mean, I, I, even, I, I really... even Raisin, even Raisin Rondo, that mm-hmm. is the that's that's my man. He goes on and fights with everyone. I I, I really help you help you out that one by asking the Lakers question. I mean, you are definitely uh, you definitely did your research. Uh, all right, speaking of you know Lakers, who they are competing against Nuggets today. So the two starters of Nuggets. Uh, it's also easy. That's the Joker. That's Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. That's the thing. Even even like Michael Porter Jr. He is a wonderful oh, wow. player of his own. So uh, I, I really like Mar- Michael Porter Jr. And uh, one shout out to this: If Stephen Adams, you are looking at this video, I know you are not looking at this video. Please come back, come to Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> you are needed for this team, and I think we could uh, win, win a lot of title with you. That's the thing. Yeah, next time I'm gonna, I'll have to, you know, uh, raise my game up uh, with these questions. They, they, these are sounding like too easy now. Uh, all right, which yeah. team? Final one. Which team plays in the Garden? Oh, this is hard for me. This is hard for me. It's uh, uh, it's, it's one of those teams from Eastern Conference in the Garden. Mom, I I I am doing a punt from this. Uh, is it Miami Heat? Uh, the other one is Boston Celtics. Very close. I mean, you, you. I mean, you got four out, four out of five, man. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Uh, next time, I'll, I'll definitely raise my game up. But again, see, today you learned that Kroenke wants Denver Nuggets too. <laughs> and, and, and from today, I knew that I hate Denver Nuggets. That's a fact. Come on, man. Don't be hating on my team. I mean, we gotta get that. We, 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 we're gonna sweep Lakers. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's all for today, right? Uh, week two. Uh, week two. Preview in the books. We'll definitely get you uh, getting back for week three uh, preview, or maybe uh, before that, so we can recap uh, how the week two went, especially those big games, Chelsea, Liverpool, and you know, World City. All those. Uh, it's always good to you know talk about uh, Premier League games. Uh, anything you want to add on Toron before you leave? And if uh, I think before leaving, I would have to give shout out to my channel because that's the thing. And I, I myself am doing a, I myself am doing a fantasy Premier League channel in Nepal itself. So if anybody would like to join us, any if anybody would like to see around the contents regarding fantasy Premier League, please join us at. AIMG that's represent all in media group because that's what we have thought about when we started mm-hmm. FPL Pandit and the show of our name is FPL Pandit so please do watch and please do support us for this channel and please do support the Legion of Sports because yeah. those guys are the ones doing the whole thing yeah so yeah I mean uh, as soon as I saw FPL Pandit I knew I I, I had to uh, get you in for to do our uh, fantasy recap and preview so That always helps to get the experts uh, out here. So anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you guys again uh, uh, next week. We'll, we definitely got the NFL uh, preview coming up and the uh, review after the week two fantasy with uh, sleepers and all those picks. Uh, and I'll catch you next time. Uh, peace.